Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I am JC. I am a social media content creator, and I'm a redhead. Woo! Cool. Nice to meet you. My name is Chelsea, and I am a certified health coach, and I'm a brunette. But we don't want to talk about my hair, because... Why are you feeling insecure? No, I just... Why would you say that? (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, what? No, I'm just... I'm wanting to grow it out. And I've been, I actually talked about this on my Instagram, but I've been trying some things to grow it out, like some supplements and mm-hmm. stuff. So I'll let you guys know if it works. Yeah. Keep us updated. We are starting out today's episode. Well, if you read the title, today's episode is about real versus fake. And we're going to go, that might not really make sense to you. We're going to go into some kind of different topics, uh, social media. We might talk about plastic surgery. And we're just having a conversation here. But before we begin, Chelsea and I are both going to share a favorite product we've been loving at the moment, uh, just because we thought it'd be a fun little segment to include. So I'm going to go first. My favorite little product that I'm loving lately is the Kopari Coconut Lip Gloss. And it's in a tiny little like squeeze thing, and it's pink and white. It's really cute, and it actually is called uh, Lip Glossy. That's what it's called on the thing. And it smells like coconut. It's such a good lip gloss. It's just, it's not sticky. It's just very like refreshing and just hydrates your lips. So sometimes I'll put it over lipstick, but then the lipstick kind of gets on the thing. So normally I just like wear it, you know, day to day if I just need some moisture on my lips. Yeah. And I love it. Sounds good to me. I want some. Yeah. You need to try it. It's, I just put it in my purse. It's very small, so it can be very easily taken with you wherever, put wherever. I love it. Hmm. So Good that'll be that'll be linked in the show notes, by the way. What are you doing with your pants there? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Literally unbuttoned my pants because they're so tight. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I cannot breathe in these. You probably washed them. Yeah, actually, that is what happened. I washed them for the first time in five months. Yeah. With Levi's, it's like right when you wash them, it's like, whew, these are tight. Yeah. And then literally a day later, it's like, mm, these are baggy as ever. Yeah. Okay. And uh, wait, did you already say that the link to that will be in the description? Yeah, I did. Okay. Mine is from Anastasia Beverly Hills. Mm, love. And it is the Tinted Brow Gel. Or the Dip Brow. Or the Dip. I think it's called Dip Gel Brow. Some, some. But the Tinted Brow Gel is the best. I started using it. I used to just like fill in my eyebrows, but I never really liked it. And then I watched a YouTube um, tutorial on this girl's eyebrows. And she had very similar eyebrows to me. And I have loved it. Because really? I like making them like – I like getting my eyebrows tinted. 
But this does that. Like you can just do it in the morning and I feel like it just wakes my face up. Like, do you like, fill them in in addition? Um, sometimes if I have a full face of makeup on. But other than that, no. That's nice. Yeah. Are you wearing it right now? Yeah. Looks good. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, Chelsea, you can start us off with this episode. Okay. Well, today we decided, like JC mentioned, we're talking about real versus fake. And we've been talking about this amongst, you know, just with each other on the phone. And something I recently heard PewDiePie say. If you guys don't know who PewDiePie is, he's the biggest YouTuber, basically. And he said, if you have to say that you're being real, you're not being real. And I was like, okay, that's kind of true. Like, I've caught myself being like, I'm just being real with you guys. Like, I'm just doing no filter or whatever. And I'm like, maybe, like, just be real and don't – you don't have to say anything. Because I feel totally. like if you're having to clarify to people that you're being real, it's like, are you being real though? Yeah. Or why do you have to clarify? Yeah. Can't people just get that? Yeah. You know? It's like, are you hiding something if you have to say that you're being real? No, I agree. And we wanted to talk about the – you know, real versus fake debate on Instagram. I, I don't know if this is just a culture thing within like Utah and Arizona. Like I don't know if other people have experienced, have experienced this, this on the platform. Yeah. But I feel like there's such a a debate where it's mm-hmm. like you have to be real. Yeah. You need to be real on Instagram because if if you're not, you know, if you are, I don't want to say fake, but it's like if you are People, presenting something that's not realistic. Right. Then you are you are portraying an unrealistic reality and it's going to affect other people negatively is yeah. basically the idea behind this whole debate that I see all the time. Mm-hmm. And I see so many people making a special effort to be real, quote unquote. Yeah. And I don't know. What are your thoughts? Like what do you think about people who – show the real on Instagram. I think it's the same thing. I think the more people say like, I'm just being real, the more you get the vibe that they're not being real. Or the more you get the vibe that they're trying so hard that it's like, okay, but like if you're real, I think of like real as like literally Tana Mojo who never says like, I'm just being real with you guys. Well, not that I've seen, but she just actually like will videotape in her messy house clothes everywhere and she won't say like, I'm just being real with you guys. Like look at my house since like so messy. And I'm like, That's the kind of vibe that you're like, she's just down to earth. She's like real. Right. But when someone is like, you guys, this is my life. Like, I'm just showing you the realness behind it. Like, my house is always messy. Like, my – and they, like, make a point to point it out. It's almost like – It gives you a weird vibe. It does. And it's almost like they're trying to almost gain attention in that way instead. Like, this sounds mean, but it's like if they can't gain attention by being – perfect and like by having beautiful pictures then they're like oh maybe I can gain attention by being so real that people but it's it's like like you can do that like that is a thing that draws people in but when you're making a big deal about it it turns people away sometimes yeah not everybody but I think people who have like who are a little more observant yeah are like "Mm, something's fishy about this I agree completely and I have actually had to I've had to unfollow people who well, I haven't had to. I've chosen to unfollow people who are maybe considered by other people to be, like, very real. Mm-hmm. But to me, it comes across as negative. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to get on Instagram. This is what I wanted to say. For me, I'm not getting on Instagram to experience real life. Yeah. Like, 
that's not in my head that's not the purpose of the app and that's if i want to experience real life i'm not on my phone you'll go over to your friend's house i'll go over to my friend's house so i don't understand the notion that we all need to show real life it's like that's not what that's not necessarily what instagram is for in my opinion it's like i well that's a good point i personally get on instagram to like feel inspired Mm -hmm. and like to see art and to follow people who you know i want to keep up with and I'm interested in but it's like isn't that all up to you who you follow because the only way that Instagram gets annoying is when you're following annoying people yeah right mm-hmm. 100% well let me ask you what do you think it means to be real on Instagram then I think it's to be yourself 100% and that is different for everyone like there's no way to be real and yeah. I don't think that you need to show like, I, I'm even guilty of totally, like, kind of going out of my way to be like, oh, my room is so messy, like, because I'm trying to be more yeah. relatable. But it's like, when it comes down to it, like, I think being real is not apologizing. Like, not getting on Instagram and being like, oh, sorry, guys, like, I'm just not wearing makeup today, but I'm just trying to be real. It's like, no, just don't say anything about it yeah. at all. I just think get what on. it is, is it's because you want to be the first person to say it. You don't want other people to be like, your house was messy. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that's what it is, is when you see other people, like, bringing it up it's like they want to be the first person to like say it before other people pick on them or say something negative so it's just insecurity really totally of being like I don't know I want to point this out so you guys don't like okay I know you guys don't worry I know that this is bad or I know that this is messy yeah but it's like I think being real is just showing it and not saying like sorry this is messy like okay you don't need to apologize and it's just being yourself that's different for every single person whatever being yourself looks like for you that in my opinion is real and there are certain people it's so weird like there are certain people on Instagram or on YouTube that I follow and I think of them as like oh they're just so real like they're but it's not even like oh they show every aspect of their life it's like I can just tell they're being true to themselves Mm -hmm. I can tell they're being genuine and I respect it yeah and so it's like that to me is what real is yeah and I don't like I truly at the end of the day, is getting on Instagram and seeing other people show their messy house and show all of these bad parts of them going to really make my day better? No. Yeah. So I don't really care, like, about that on Instagram because I'm like, that's not why I'm getting on Instagram. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is that making sense? No, it definitely makes sense, especially on that platform where it's like, I don't know. I think that's why people like reality TV because it's not them, like, sitting there apologizing for being so, like, crazy or being so dramatic or whatever they're just being them they're being videotaped and it's like that's really what it is I mean you know as real as reality right you can get but I also think a little bit of it too is like they're trying to humble brag so that's why it doesn't feel real it's because when you're saying like for example like oh I'm not wearing makeup it's like you want people to think like, oh, I'm not wearing makeup. I'm not my best right now. But you guys should see me at my best. Like, right. A little bit. Or my house. Oh, my house is so messy right now. You want people to think that it's usually clean and they're just catching you at a bad time. Right. Or you don't want people to assume that like, oh, did you see her house? It's always messy. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But it's totally. Like, who really if it cares? Is, who the F cares? I like, know. Not me. I know. Yeah. I think being real is just being yourself. That's what it is. And it's there's not a definition for it. And no one can like… Tell you what's real. Tell or not. you what's real or not. It's just being yourself. And I think I am drawn to certain people. And like when I just said seeing people's struggles, like it doesn't make my day better. But that being said, if someone is like more open and is 
like does show the good and bad parts of them, but is being genuine through it all. Like I do respect you can tell. that. And you can tell. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is, but you can definitely tell. Yes. This is kind of a touchy subject, but like there are the people that you follow on social media who go through something horrible. And it's like, no matter what it is, like they have certain trials in life, no matter like how big or small and they'll share it. And there gets to a point where they're sharing about it in a way where you feel, I don't know, like it feels like they're milking it for a different reason yeah, and or like pity. Yeah. And it's like, you can, I don't know what it is, but you can tell when someone's sharing to like genuinely help people. Yes. And then when someone's sharing to the point where it's like, okay, we get it. Like, I want sorry, you to feel bad for me. But also my brother, my older brother, lad, I've mentioned him a few times on this podcast. And this is like really, we might have to cut this out, but he said something one time to me because he was saying like, people need to just stop being a baby. Like we need to kind of man up a little bit. And it's like, okay, yeah, you should have time to grieve and you should have to be, like the ability to open up and express yourself. But at the same time, it doesn't make you better than other people. He said, sometimes people feel like they're better than other people because they've gone through something so hard. And he's right. like, everybody has dead people, which is kind of like a little iffy to say, but he's like, everybody's gone through a loss. Everybody's gone through a tragedy and it doesn't make you better than anybody else. And opening up and sharing about it is fine, but… And it can help people. Oh, absolutely. It can absolutely help people. I totally I totally agree with what you're saying because it does… It's just a feeling that you can get from someone where… And it might even be genuine, but they are sharing it almost… You can tell why they're sharing it. It becomes too much about them. Yeah. And less about like what's happening or maybe the other person that's suffering even more. Where it's right. like, oh, poor me. Right. And it's like that's not inspiring to be no. like self-absorbed in it. It's not inspiring and it doesn't make you feel better. And I've I've literally had to like mute or unfollow people kind of like that where I'm just like, you are bringing me down so much. And like I feel so bad that you've gone through hard things and I… And at the beginning, when they first share, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. But then it gets to a point where I'm like, the way you're going about this is no longer like, I don't know. It's not inspiring or helping me in any way. And it just makes my days worse yeah. to see it. Yeah. And so, so I don't want to see it. Yeah. And it's it is hard because for some people, it is therapeutic to like share it. Right. So it's like, but, but I that's get okay. that. But and you know what? That's okay. And they have their audience that loves that. Yeah. And for me, like, I don't. I I don't connect with that as well. And I've talked to you about this before. It's like some people, there are some, for example, self-help people, you know, mm -hmm. who like write self-help books and whatever. And I think like in any way that it works for people where they're trying to better themselves, like great. But for me personally, the self-help people who have the mindset or kind of share like, you are powerful, you deserve the world, like whatever, there's like that type of person. And then there's an opposite side of the spectrum where they're like, get over yourself. Like yeah. you don't deserve the world. Like you need to work hard if you want stuff. And that for me resonates more. Yeah. Just because like sometimes I think I need a slap in the face and like I'd rather kind of be told like, I don't know. Yeah. I think well, there's like what two I different think. ways that people like relate. Yeah. Because I've read a lot of self-help books and like for a while I'm like, I was super into that world and it actually did help me a lot. Like yeah. reading self-help books literally helped me so much. Oh, I agree. But at the same time, it like in a way it helped me to realize that I was in control. So I think depending on the person, like you were saying, 
some people need a mix. Some people need like extra nurture and right. they need like extra confidence. But I feel like when you already have confidence, like, okay, wait, I, I screenshotted something for this episode that I saw on Twitter or I guess this is like a Reddit post or something. This is what it says. I just heard a psychologist, Guy Winch, say that the people that positive affirmations help most are actually the people who have high or at least normal self-esteem. They really do cheer those people up because this person was saying, I literally don't understand. Like when you see those notes on a mirror, it's like, smile, be happy. They're like, that does nothing for me. I'm not like, oh, I'm having a better day. Anyway, so then this is continuing on. But for the rest of us, they run so counter to our general worldview, we're fundamentally bad and deserve nothing, that our brain rejects them immediately as lies and uses that moment to remind us of how terrible and abnormal we actually are. What usually works for people with low self-esteem is stuff like writing out a list of very specific things we know we're good at, revisiting it every day to write a paragraph, elaborating on one of those things. For example, I'm a compassionate person and here are five examples to try and set our brain on a different track long term. So mm. it's kind of what you were saying where yeah. it's like, oh, just saying like, you're awesome. You've got it. It's like, what? That's That doesn't compute with no. my mind right now where it's like you're just at a lower point. But I think for the people who are positive who are saying those things all the time, it does help them. Right. They do sit low in the morning. They're like, you're awesome. You can do anything. Right. Because I kind of feel like that sometimes where the whole like, you're awesome. You can do anything. Like that doesn't really like do much because you're more of a skeptic and I think we're yeah. similar in that way where I'm like yeah it doesn't yeah. do much <laughs> yeah like I'd rather be like subtler of not giving enough where he's like you don't deserve anything you don't deserve the world like not in a negative way but it's like yeah. you're not the center of the world so yeah. you need to like the world doesn't revolve around you yeah and like like you need to stop caring so much yeah it's like you need to stop thinking that everyone cares so much about you yeah and I think in doing that it it's like a weird I don't I don't know how what word to describe it but it's like a ironic almost because I feel like the more you feel like that the better you feel about yourself like the more you realize that the world does not revolve around you and that not everybody cares right the better you feel about yourself that's how I feel like the more that I'm it's the same thing as like doing service helps you feel better it's like when you forget about yourself you feel so much happier totally and you feel way more confident and so sometimes when you go too far with the self care it's like you start to become self-obsessed. Right. And it's like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. And then all of a sudden it's like you're so unhappy. But you're like, I'm doing everything I can for myself. And it's like, well, maybe try and do something for someone else. I totally agree. I love that. As you guys know, both JC and I are big fans of books. Obviously, I mean, I don't know who isn't. But we're also a big fan of listening to audiobooks on the go. And Today, we are partnering with Audible, which is a literal dream come true. I have been an Audible member for over three years, I think, and it has accompanied me on many flights, on many drives, and has literally taught me so much. Me and JC have recommended a lot of books on this podcast, obviously, but one of them that sticks out the most to us is The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F Word by Mark Manson. It is such a good read. I highly recommend you go download Audible and get that book and listen because it will change your life. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and new ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month. One audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. 
Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs, which is also awesome. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-help, memoirs, and much more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. I will say, I said this last time, Mel Robbins, I listened to her book and she narrated it like a pro. It feels like you're watching something. And Rachel Hollis also did an amazing job. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. So it's basically all the information you could possibly want. With this convenient app, you access Audible anytime at the gym while commuting on the go and on any device. It will always pick up right where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. I will say whenever I go onto my Audible and maybe I didn't get a book last month, I'm so excited that I have two credits that I can get two new books that I can implement into my daily routine. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. I've been an Audible member for about three years and I feel like I've learned so much just when I'm driving or on a flight. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals for free. Visit audible.com slash what we said or text what we said to 500 500. That's audible.com slash what we said or text what we said to 500 500. Go download it and change your life today. So, what is, I mean, we've kind of talked about this before. Like, Wait, we need to talk about something. Oh, okay, what? Crying on crying on Instagram on stories. videos. Uh, I think a, there there's are a some, time and a place. Yeah, I think there's some people and who. The time is never. <laughs> just kidding. And the time is alone in your room. Okay, here's it's different. If you're like being filmed and you have no control, it's fine. But when you like pick up the the video camera and you're like filming yourself, like holding the button, like I always just think there's a point where you have to like turn the camera off and like watch it. That's so weird and awkward to me. Yeah, like I get if you're already filming something and you're talking, like, and then you start on crying. the podcast, we right. start crying. But it's like I didn't start podcasting after I'm crying I'm like I just have to tell you guys I'm just yeah you know it's yeah it's, it's like different. definitely a conscious decision you're making to film yourself yeah. and like yeah it is one thing if you talk about something and then you get emotional that's a different story yeah but I don't like, know like I've seen people start crying on their lives and I'm like okay I kind of get that because it's like they've already been talking and then they're live and then they like start talking about something they're emotional about I right. get it but just uh, you can tell when people are like milking the cry I know. I think it's it goes back to like what works for certain people. Like certain people connect with that and that's just like Who? not I don't know. <laughs> it's just not what I connect with at all. Yeah. So, all right, we're moving on to the what you were what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say we've kind of talked about this before, but like what are your thoughts on and I I'm trying not to be incredibly biased because obviously I am, but what are your thoughts on like influencers portraying a unrealistic reality and like yeah you know and what can influencers do better maybe to not do that and to be more real yeah. like what do you what are your thoughts about? I mean I think you talked about this in, in a caption one time it's like stop apologizing for the bad parts and like no one's telling you not to show your good life like right people are actually asking you to show you like your dream home or or your vacation that you go on. People do want to see that. So uh, I don't know. I don't ever feel 
I've said this before, but it's it's all about how you're feeling about yourself. Yeah. So the times when you're like so self-absorbed and like I find the times that I'm most critical about others, I'm like being really critical about myself too. Mm-hmm. But the times I like don't judge myself, I'm accepting myself for just how I am. I like accept everybody else. Easy. Yeah. So I think if you're going through and judging all these influencers, like they're not doing this right. It's like you're obviously have things that you need to work on before you need to worry about this influencer that's just trying to make a living. Totally. And like live a life that they want to have. Yeah. And when you say that, like it's funny because I've seen this for some reason just confuses me more than anything. When people are like influencers just do it for the money. Duh. I'm like, well… Yeah, it's a job. Like, it's oh, you still- just go to work for the money. <laughs> exactly. Like, absolutely, I do. It's like, well, kind of. There are. I. I still, for some odd reason, don't think that, like, being a social media whatever person is like. It's obviously so common now, and it should be accepted as a job. But people like cannot grasp that it's no. a job. They do not get it, and because like, I think to them, it's easy to them. In their mind, they think it's easy. So they're like, I went to college. I'm working nine to five. There's no way you're making more money than me and doing way less. And it's like they don't realize that they work so hard and all the time. Yeah. And and that's no disrespect to people who work nine to five jobs. Like there's no good or bad. I'm just saying it is a job. And I said that on on that video I did about assumptions people had about influencers because so many assumptions were like, you don't even have to work. You just get to like, you know, go on trips for free and get close for free and whatever. And that's a whole other situation. But it's that's a whole other topic, I mean. But it's like to say like, oh, influencers just do it for the money. It's like, yeah, that is what it is. It's a job. And like, yeah, I think of social media as a job. Like I and I said this on my solo episode a few weeks back. It's like I will always be true to myself. And like, what you see is real on social media as far as, like, who I am. It's, like, mm-hmm. I think I portray a very accurate version of myself. And, like, yeah. I share things that I love. But at the end of the day, it's a job. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I don't know. There's yeah. there's there's two different ways to look at it. But that doesn't mean – like, I get what people say when, you know, if, if an influencer takes, like, any deal ever and they're just, like, kind of becoming a sellout. Yeah. Like, I get the vibe. I I understand being like, oh, you're just doing it for the money. It's like, yeah, you're kind of just like… Yeah, you're sell. I mean, they say the same thing for musicians. They're like, oh, you sold out. You're right. just like doing pop music now. It's like, okay, well, they wanted to make it. So like you can still do… You can still have an, have a hobby and like create art and also be making money. Yeah. Like I don't know what singer it was. I think it's the guy who sings, you're beautiful. What is that song? What is that James, singer? Was James, that something. James something. I think I heard somewhere that he said, like, I don't, I hate the genre of music that I sing. He's like, I don't really like it, but it's like how I make money and then I can create like my own music, but that's what people like. So, yeah, I mean, and I, and I like agree and disagree. It's like, I feel like you should always share what you love and it does get a little bit, you know, if an influencer is taking any job that comes, then there, it loses the credibility of their brand. But it's like, whose business is that? Not mine. Like, yeah, that's your own brand that you're, Well, and I think probably a little bit of it is like, especially even maybe with singers like that, it's like uh, maybe they get tired of doing their like certain kind of like singing those songs. It's like, okay, I'm tired of that. I want to do something else. Yeah. I want to do something like even better. But yeah, I don't know. I Again, I think it just all comes down to like you can get a vibe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Are people like intuitive like that? I feel like they are. So you should like just be able to kind of get a read on someone if they're – some people are hard though. 
Well, I was just talking to my friend about this and I was saying like she was asking me, are you a skeptical person? And I was like, I think I am very skeptical, which is not yeah. great. No, you're way more skeptical than yes, me. Yes, because I was going to say you give people the benefit of the doubt yeah. way more than I do. And yeah. and I'm not like – I try so hard to be like open-minded and non-judgmental. Like I really try very hard to be that way. But also like immediately after I meet someone, I feel like I catch a vibe and yeah. it's like – normally pretty accurate yeah no it really I'm is i'm not trying was, to be like holier than that no i was telling jc this i was like i feel like you and my husband nick are both like this like we'll meet someone and i'm like and afterwards i'm like oh they're awesome like that was fun i'm not like ecstatic about them but i'm just like oh that was fun yeah and then he'll be like oh there's something weird about him or like nah, i don't know and i'm like what they literally didn't do anything and then later we find out that he was like right or that you were right like right. on multiple occasions which it's is weird. why when i said I didn't like Luke P. When I don't, when I get a weird vibe from someone first meeting, then you know that they're probably yeah, really I, weird. I just feel, and it's not even like I'm like, oh, I caught a vibe and they're a bad person. It's just like I can tell immediately if I'm going to connect with someone. Yeah. And like if I'm getting any sort of just like weird I feel vibe, like you can really tell when people are being fake. Yeah. Like if someone's not putting out 100% like what they're, who they truly are, you're like, eh, they're hiding something. Yeah. I don't know why. I, f- I feel like I've always been that way. Or they have bad intentions maybe. Yeah. And maybe that is like – I don't know if that's necessarily – I think it's good and bad. I don't – sometimes I wish I didn't think so much and I wasn't yeah. such a skeptic. Like I wish I could just meet someone. And it's not like every time I meet someone I'm like, <laughs> yeah. these are their flaws. But I just think a lot of times I'm like, oh, do they have good intentions? Like this kind of – that they said rub me the yeah. wrong way. Which is probably good though. Like in in life I feel like you can't be too trusting. I mean – I don't know. Well, but Leif was telling me, he's like, you need to not like, because we were talking about a situation about something someone had said. And um, I was like, that's kind of manipulative. And he's like, no, you need to like not read into everything that people say. Yeah. Like that was just a passing comment. And like, I'm like, I know, but I think it was kind of whatever. And he's like, you're just reading into it so much. Like you don't really know. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true. Like yeah. I don't really know, but it's just the feeling I got. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I guess – Maybe because, I don't know. I think maybe if you're someone who doesn't, like, make good first impressions. Like, I feel like, I don't know how I make a first impression because I've never really talked to anybody about that. But I feel like sometimes I feel dumb, like, the first time I meet someone because I'm, like, I just said something weird or I, like, wasn't really thinking about what I was saying and I just said something and I wish I could have taken it back. And I'm, like, "Eh, they, they probably got a weird read on me. And, like, I genuinely went into that situation with good intentions. So maybe I that's why I give people the bene- benefit of the doubt. Because, yeah. like, sometimes I'm, like, eh, a little bit. No, that makes sense. Not 100%, like, on my game. Because I even think sometimes, like, poor celebrities who a, a fan meets them and they're, like, having a bad day. And they're not giving them, like, the 100%. Like, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Like, right. you know, best treatment. And it's, like, they just had a bad day. Maybe they were, like, how did they know that they were going to see you? And then now you're, like on Twitter like this person was the meanest person right. I've ever met that happened to me with Bella Hadid hmm? Bella Hadid I thought it was Haley Baldwin and Haley Baldwin oh, I've had kidding. bad experiences with both of them Amazing. actually well I was like at a I was behind the scenes at a Tommy Hilfiger fashion show oh yeah and Bella Hadid was like just not having it like I was one of the photographers for like my blogger friend at the time and I was just supposed to be like getting behind the scenes stuff and she was like get these effing cameras out of my face. She didn't say it to me, but she said it to, like, the people around me. Yeah. 
I was like, ooh. But then I thought about that. I'm like, honestly, I cannot fault her. Like, she's probably just having a bad day. And she also deals with this nonstop and probably just wants to have, like, a second of alone time. Yeah. Because she didn't have, like, makeup on or anything yet. And then, yeah, the Haley Baldwin thing. Haley Bieber now. was so weird because she seems, like, so nice. Yeah. But then she thought for some reason, which genuinely me and Leif were not at all, but she thought we were following her. Yeah. Because we walked one way and then we were like, oh crap, our car's the other way. And so we walked the other way. So it looked like we were like kind of passing like by pretending. her, pr- yeah. pretending. And she like, I can't, I really wish I could remember what she said, but it was something like, like take a picture of me. Yeah. And I was like, what the like, heck? Get your pictures. Yeah, get your pictures. Like, yeah, and I was like, what? I was like, that's actually kind of like shows that you think you're a bigger deal than even you yeah. are because I wasn't even trying to take your photo at all. And this was way before you married the Beebs. Yeah, this was before you married married Jay Beebs. So, no. But, I, yeah. again, it's like she seems like a very sweet person. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't even fault her for it. But, yeah, it was a weird situation. Yeah. And then sometimes the people who give great first impressions are the ones you have to worry about. It's true. And I've been wrong. Oh, I've been wrong before. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Like, I've thought, I'm like, I love that. And then, whatever, months down the road, I'm like, wow, I did yeah. not get the right read on them. So it's not like I'm always right, but I I just think like sometimes I wish that I was a little bit less skeptical. Skeptical because Leif even, he was like, that's not, he was saying, I like to just live life like kind of everyone, like giving everyone the benefit of the doubt. Like he is too pure for this world, but he's he's just like, I don't like to be thinking like, oh, what is there? He's (laughs) like, that's just not fun. And I'm like, that's true. But for some reason, my brain automatically does it. Yeah. I mean, when I I think especially if you've been burned before, because- I feel like Nick, my husband, was like that until he got burned in a business thing. And now yeah. he's so skeptical. Whereas before he was like, I was so the trusting. most trusting person. Yeah. Like, I just thought everyone wanted to help me. I thought every because he's like, I want to help everyone. Right. So I just just think everyone thinks the same. But then when you find out differently and then you have to suffer the consequences, it's like, hey, I'm not trusting everybody. No, that makes perfect sense to me. Me and Nick are soulmates. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe you guys should get, you know, hook up, get married. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Cured Nutrition, a holistic supplement company based in Boulder, Colorado. If you are in tune with the wellness industry, then I am sure you have noticed how selecting the right CBD products can get confusing. Well, Cured Nutrition has made it easy. In addition to their 100% locally sourced Colorado hemp extracts, Cured also guarantees a rigorous quality control system. Fully aligned with complete transparency, they have even published the details directly onto their website, www.curednutrition.com. They have made it possible to harness the true potential of the hemp plant with the comfort of knowing that you are using the highest quality products. CBD is most commonly used for its calming, stress-relieving, and amazing anti-inflammatory properties, but Cured did not stop at CBD alone. They have created products for all aspects of a solid and integrated wellness routine. Whether you're looking for the trademark maximum strength, full spectrum, or THC-free oils and gel caps, or the CBD-infused cookie dough for on-the-go, medicinal mushrooms, aptogenic and cannabinoid blends for focus or sleep with rise and zen, and spot trading salve, Cured Nutrition has all of your bases covered. You guys, CBD oil has helped me a lot. Um, I have actually been using Cured for a while, and it helps me a ton with sleep and stress. These are both things that I struggle with on the daily. The best way that I can explain 
how CBD feels to me and how it helps is that it just makes me feel really at ease and really calm without affecting. It doesn't make me feel weird or tripped out or anything like that. It just really calms me down and makes me feel at peace. I use the CBD cured hemp oil and put it under my tongue. Um, It really does help me sleep. I love, love, love that product. And Chelsea just recently told me about the CBD infused like cinnamon and honey spices that Cured has. And she said she put it on her toast with like almond butter or something and that it's so good. So I'm really excited to try that as well. But if you are worried about jumping through hoops to get your hands on your own Cured Nutrition products, do not be because this company ships their products to all 50 states. You can find that CBD oil I mentioned, the different spices, and a ton of other really, really cool products at curednutrition.com. All What We Said listeners can use the code What We Said at checkout to save 15%. That is curednutrition.com, and the code is What We Said. As always, we will include a link to their site in the show notes. And if you try them out, please let us know what you think. Okay, yeah, I was just thinking back to the bad day thing. I was thinking, what if like me and Nick just got in a fight and I'm like at the store and I'm just like super grumpy? And like someone comes up and like says like, oh, I listened to your podcast. And I am not good at just like being like, oh, I can turn it on and be like, oh, thank you so much. Like I'm – that is legitimate fear I have that someone will come up to me on my like worst days and I'm just like can't do it. Like I'm just like I can't – like I appreciate but I just can't like put up a front that I'm happy right now and like I don't know. Yeah, I think you just have to be honest and say that. I'm like, I feel like I'm honestly having the worst day. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I know what you mean. And I think I feel so bad for celebrities. Do you feel like you that's ever happened to you? You're having a bad day and someone came up and was like, oh my gosh, JC. Yes, actually. I'm trying to remember where I was. It was something with like me and life kind of arguing though. Yeah. And then they're well, like, that's what makes me grumpy. Is yeah. Like, no, totally. And they're like, Oh, I'm so bad at, like, putting a face on, too. Yeah. I did my best. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I remember that happened to my friend. She said she was literally, like, bawling. And, like, someone came up and was like, I follow you. And she's like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. She's like, not the best timing. Yeah. Just, like, the worst. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, well, wait. Are we going to get into the, the yeah, controversial you, topic? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I don't remember Plastic surgery. Uh, yeah. We're talking about plastic freaking surgery, people. Well, we want to talk about this because I recently put up a video of my experience getting lip filler. And personally, I think lip filler is the least of our worries. So I'm shocked when people still like are shook about that. But basically, not that I have to explain myself to any degree, but it's like the reason that I put that stuff out there is because like And I'm not even just saying this, but I don't want other people – like, I I think it's almost part of the problem, which everyone can share what they're comfortable with. But if someone, you know, that has a platform, like, gets work done and then, like, doesn't talk about it and almost just, like, pretends, like, I'm perfect, and then it's, like, maybe young girls are comparing themselves to them. Yeah. And it's, like, I can see how that can be damaging. I'd almost rather they just be open with it. Yeah. So that it's, like – don't compare yourself to me. Like, I've had all this work done. Yeah. I remember this one girl, she tweeted, and she tweeted a really pretty picture of her in the morning, like, in bed. 
And someone responded and was like, I wish this is what I looked like when I woke up. And she was like, girl, I don't look like this when I wake up. I've had lip filler, microblade, like microbladed eyebrows. I have eyelash extensions and I get facials every week. She's like, I don't even look like me when I wake up. Totally. And, and I was like, good for her. Good for her. It's like, there's nothing wrong with like, I don't know. So the reason I put it out there is I'm like, first of all, I didn't know. I've always had no upper lip yeah. at all. I've always felt a little self-conscious. Like, I I never really wanted to wear lipstick because I'm like, there's no, like, I don't even yeah. have a lip to put it on. And, yeah. like, it just never really, whatever. When I would smile, it was very gummy. So, like, my lip would just disappear. And anyway, when I found out about lip fillers, like, when I thought of lip filler, I thought of Kylie Jenner. Yeah. And I was, like, terrified. But then I, I can't remember even what I came across that was, like, very natural looking. And I was like, oh, that's an option? Like, I didn't even know that was an option. And so I ended up looking into it and then I ended up trying it out and I loved it. And honestly, I'm like, I'm not even just saying this, but other people, like other girls who have a gummy smile or whatever have like thanked me and been like, I didn't even know that this was like possible. Something that you could like work on. Yeah. Or that it could look really conservative and like look supernatural and no one would even know. Like I had no idea that that was even possible. So like, thank you for like being open about that. And I'm like, yeah, like, I just respect people. It's, like, even the skinny confidential. It's, like, she's had a boob job. She's very yeah. open about it. Whatever she gets done, she shares with her audience because she's, like, she wants to be a resource to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, that's how I feel. Like, I want to be always open and honest. Like, I want to be a resource. And so I see nothing wrong with, like, being open about the fact that, yeah, I get lip filler. And, yeah. like, also I want to show that it can look really natural and, like, look really pretty. And yeah. You don't have to have massive, like, duck lips. And yeah. so, anyway. and well, I th- also what I think about it is, I mean, we kind of talked about this last week, but people get so concerned about it. Like, oh, why do you feel like you need that? Like, why do you feel like you need to do that? I'm like, why do you feel like you need to put on makeup in the morning? Why do you feel like you need to comb your hair when you get out of bed? Like, right. why do you feel like you need to do other little things that, like, improve the way that you look or make you feel better about yourself or make you look, like, presentable? Like, my Nana always would say, like, it's polite to look presentable. And so, I mean, take that as you will. But, I mean, it's kind of true. It's like when you try hard to, like, you can look good and then you feel good and then you can – she would always say, you can't pour out of an empty cup. So if you feel good about yourself, you can feel – you can help other people. Totally. And she, and she is, like, a prime example of that. Like, she is always helping, always reaching out to people. But she always is, like – I mean, not getting plastic surgery all the time, but she's, right. like – Always just trying to, like, keep up a good appearance. Well, and I think it's, like, what we were talking about on the phone. You were saying it's because plastic surgery, lip filler, all that stuff, it's more invasive. So people, if you compare it to, like, well, why do you get a spray tan then? Why do you get hair extensions? Like, people are like, well, that's not injecting my body with, like, a substance. Which I'm like, yeah, I I get that. But it's the same concept. So who decided? Why do you get to decide that that's not okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy to me. I mean, people just hide what they really look like all the time, no matter what, like, no matter what it is. I mean, none of us are walking around naked completely with nothing altering our appearance whatsoever. Right. That's ridiculous. I know. And and I really do think that lip filler is like, well, for one, it's very low risk. It's not like, I don't know. People, yeah. People also, like, don't understand the science behind it and stuff. Yeah. Like, the, some of the comments I'll get, I'm like, you obviously don't even know what lip filler is. Mm-hmm. Like, because they'll be like, oh, that affects this and this. And I'm like, it absolutely what? does not. Well, also, lip filler is not permanent. No. So And it can be dissolved. Yeah. So it's like, Yeah, it really not, is, like, the least of the worries here. It really is. I think, people, there's a, I think there's a point when, like, trying to change your appearance so much 
like goes gets too, far. too far or yeah, it goes too far and it's damaging. But I think it is all about your mindset at the time where it's like, I mean, I've gotten lip filler too. And after yeah. you got it and like, I feel like you made me feel like I was like, oh, okay, I can get lip filler and it's not crazy. Like, right. I mean, I've all, all also been super, my lips are even thinner than yours. And same thing I always thought like Kylie Jenner or like the Kardashians right. or like Lisa Rinna where it's just like massive lips. Yeah. But then when you find out that you can just have like a small alteration and it's like, oh my gosh, that makes me feel so much more confident. I don't like feel like I have to hide my lips or like I can put on lipstick. I can like be more myself. And I don't know. It, it's like, and who is someone else to say that that's not okay? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't understand that concept. And also the thing that cracks me up that both Chelsea and I have talked about is like people, you know, have told us like, oh, you shouldn't feel the need to do that. Like you're beautiful just the way you are. And you look at them and they have huge lips. I'm yeah. like, yeah, easy for you to say. Yeah, exactly. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. It's so annoying. It's so, it like cracks Girls me up. Girls with like long, beautiful hair. They're like, who needs extensions? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> honestly. I'm like, you have no right to say that. You have no right. Well, that's the same thing when I like say, I'll joke. First of all, here's the thing. I joke about like stuff all the time. Like I have very self-deprecating humor. Yeah. But a lot of it is like not to my core, like whatever. Right. Anyways, whenever I make a joke about my nose where it's like, okay, I've had, I've been with my nose for 24 years. Like we're pretty tight now. I'm like pretty okay with how she looks. But she. I'm like at the same time, if I, when I joke about it, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to get septoplasty so I can get like rhinoplasty at the same time. And people who have like perfectly shaped nose are like, you do not need that. And I'm like, how do you know what it's like to live a life with not a perfect nose. Like, you don't know. I mean, not every, no one has, like, a perfect nose. But I just mean, like, you don't you don't know. Well, no one knows you. And it's like, you. we all have our own insecurities. And I don't know. I get both sides. Because I yeah. get it to where it's, like, it kind of is terrifying that, like, with plastic surgery, you can actually make your face perfect. Like, yeah. if you want to. Like, I mean, well, here's maybe the thing. not. But you when can you alter it. When you go too it. far, it actually doesn't look good. No, it looks horrible. Yeah. So it's like… Do what you want to do to make yourself feel better. No one can tell you not to do it to do it. I mean, I get when things are literally harmful for you. Maybe take a step back. Right. But when it's your choice, do what you want. I know. And and I don't think – I don't know. There's no right or wrong answer. Like, if you get plastic surgery or lip filler or any kind of, you know, like Botox or anything, it's not like – you need to, like, share that with the world. Yeah, I'm not saying that. It's like, you don't have to tell a soul. Like, yeah. I could very easily get lip filler and not tell a soul, and no yeah. one would know. Like, yeah. maybe some people might notice a little bit. But like I said, because I want to be a resource, like, I'm willing to share that. Yeah. And because I'm confident in that decision, I'm also willing to share it. If I was, like, kind of shameful or embarrassed about it, I would never post a video about it. I would be yeah. embarrassed. But it's yeah. like, because I'm like, I will tell anyone that I get lip filler. I do not care. Yeah. If someone asks me, I will be completely honest with them and tell them exactly yeah. the amount and everything. So I'm like, it just it just doesn't bug me. But I definitely did get, like, comments on my video about how, you know, I shouldn't feel like I need to do that and, like, yeah. whatever and, and whatever. I get, I get this where it's, like, especially for, like, little girls mm -hmm. or younger girls who are, like, going through a transitional period where it's, like, they're 13. They can't get prostate surgery. No. But in their mind, they think in order to be this beautiful person I see online, I have to get plastic surgery. Yeah, that's not good. And that's not the case because that's not where your, your self-confidence is going to come from. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's, like, whether I have lip filler or not, it's, like, I still love who I am. That doesn't really, you know, affect. Totally. It's like, 
it's like, okay, when you're blonde and when you have red hair, it's like, you're not like, I just loved myself when I have red hair and I just, I couldn't stand myself as a blonde. It's like, what? No, it's like so, appearance doesn't really alter like. And if your self-confidence is coming based off of only your appearance, then that's the problem. Totally. No, I agree. And, and I think what it does is enhance, like you said, like, I think ever since I got lip filler, I feel way more confident with my smile, which like yeah. in turn makes me like literally happier because I yeah. feel like I can smile and laugh and like I'm not like, oh, my lips look so Yeah, whatever. like you've seen people who've gotten like veneers who have like something wrong with their teeth and they get veneers and it like changes their life because they're like, I never felt like I could smile, especially your smile. Like yes. your smile is huge. That is a huge one. And I think that is no different than yeah. lip filler to me. Veneers, I'm like, yeah. And you don't really see people like mad about that. No. So it's, I just think it has a stigma. Yeah. I think – well, when I used to do microblading, we, like I used to say the the way that I like to do it is like I like to enhance your natural beauty. Yeah. So, like I like to bring out what is beautiful about you that you already have and I just like to bring it out of you. Like right. there's nothing wrong. You're not with trying to change their face. Yeah, I'm not trying to give you a new face. I'm not trying to give you Kim K eyebrows. Like you don't need to go in looking to look like someone else. No, and that's the other thing. Like I remember when I went into the plastic surgeon and like I was very concerned at the very beginning. I'm like, I do not want these to be big. Like yeah. I just want to whatever. And that's literally exactly what he said. He's like, we're here to like enhance what you already have. Like no plastic surgery in the world could like make you look like a different person. Like we always want our clients to like look like them. Just like yeah. a little bit enhanced. Yeah. So, yeah. Get it. Don't get it. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. You can love yourself no matter what. Yeah. And just be confident in to. whichever decision you make. Yeah. Cool. Mic drop. Mic drop. Okay. Yeah. So, moral of the story, find confidence in yourself. Don't apologize for who you are or what you're doing if you feel like it's right for you. And, and don't all- be self-absorbed. <laughs> and also… Unfollow the people on social media or mute them who don't make you feel inspired. That's something I mentioned on my my episode. It's not mean to yeah. mute people. I have literally muted so many people from my Instagram stories. And now, like, I'll refresh. You know how normally, well, for me at least, normally I would refresh and there would be a million stories that I could watch. Yeah. And now it's like I'll refresh and there's literally none because I've, like, muted wow. so many people. Yeah. And I'm like… There is nothing mean or wrong about that at all. Nope. I only want to see the people who, like, really inspire me. Yeah. So I would encourage all of you to do that because it really has, like, actually made my days so much better because I think trying to keep up with a million people all the time and, like, seeing everyone's life is just, like, a lot, at least for me. So I would highly encourage if you are struggling with some sort of, like, you know, comparison on, on social media or – Whatever. Find the people who you deem real. Yeah. And follow them. And like I said, that's whatever definition you want to give it and whoever inspires you and you love to see their stuff. But honestly, mute everyone else because it's life-changing. Have you done that, Chelsea? You need to. I've muted a lot of people, but definitely not as many as I should. Yeah. Mostly because I'm lazy. So seems like a lot of work. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Um… I almost said, if you like it, give it a thumbs up. I'm on YouTube mode. You want to go ahead and smash the crap out of that subscribe button? Oh, I guess that does. That does work. relate. So go ahead and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. If you want to leave a rating and review, go ahead and do that. Also, if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us at What We Said Podcast. Yeah, we'll link all of this in the show notes. We I kind of like just discovered that you could like link stuff in the show notes. I know. I mean, I've always known that, but like it's really convenient. So also, if you guys want to follow us on YouTube, you can. Yeah. Because we have some videos together. And they're really fun. fun. Chelsea's is Chelsea Jade and I'm JC Marie. 
So Woo. go check them out if you're interested. But thank you guys so much for listening and for your support. As always, we will see you guys next Tuesday. Woo! Love ya. And, and that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye.